may think something's rotten in the state of Weijiangbu. That kid was so clean, he squeaked. You must be absolutely exhausted, Charles. You're making sense. This lady seems a little cranky. You'd make a fine priest. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Father. I don't think it would work out. I like Sundays off. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and my fellow podcaster is Simon. Hi, gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 8, Episode 8, Private Finances. It's the 181st episode overall, directed by Charles S. Dubin, written by Dennis Koning. It originally aired on November 5th, 1979, and the production code is S605. I am looking for funny time. Okay, Joe? Park it here, toots. Come on. Thank you. Uh, very much. Uh, Oak San Lee, is that you? Oh, Corporal Klinger. Uh, what are you doing here? Ain't it, Klinger? She's mine. Take it easy, Chrisetti. She's just a kid. She don't look like no kid to me. All right, geez. Hey, Chrisetti, leave her alone, will you? She's not what you think. She's our laundry girl. Terrific! She could do my shirts, too! I'm telling you, lay off, Pressetti! This is gonna be fun! I haven't made oatmeal out of anybody in three days! Bye-bye, Klinger! Let that be a lesson to you, Cressetti. Come on, let's get out of here. The bum doesn't know how lucky I am. Why you do that? Now they will not like me. Oksan Lee, what are you doing? I did nothing. You stopped me. You bet I stopped you. I'm not going to let you ruin your life. But I have to get money, Klinger. What's the matter? Doesn't the laundry job pay enough? No. Too many of us doing laundry. Not enough shirts to go around. Well, I'm not going to let you hang around bars. I'm your friend. You need money, come to me. And I'll try to get the guys to throw some more underwear your way. Oh, stop! Mother! Oh. Mother say I have disgraced her. Oh, don't worry, Mrs. Lee. Uh, she didn't do anything. I stopped her. This? Oh, no. No, you, you got it all wrong. See, this is gift. A present. I also have the plot summary. Klinger offers financial help to a poor Korean girl, Oxen Lee, who he knows, only to have the offer mistaken as a proposal of prostitution by her angry mother. Colonel Potter and Margaret try to help soothe things over between Klinger and the irate Miss Lee, while Hawkeye struggles to keep his promise to a dead soldier named Corporal Eddie Hastings, who arrives as one of the wounded, leaves a windfall of ill-gotten gains behind, which he wished to be sent to his parents in the state. What's the matter? He's got a belly wound, going into shock, and he won't let me get near him. All right, let me try my roadside manner. 
Hi there. Pierce is the name, but you can call me Doctor. How am I doing, Doc? Well, I'm not going to be able to tell unless I get a look at your gut. What's your name? Eddie Hastings. Okay, Eddie Hastings. I promise not to tickle. Major Houlihan, over here, please. Go ahead, Margaret. I can handle it. Fine, Doctor. Believe me, nothing in there will surprise me. Hastings, you surprise me. It's my money belt, sir. You didn't have to do that. We would have billed you later. Don't. I have to keep it with me. Look, I got to get it off. You're hit right under your savings account. Don't worry. I only steal hubcaps. Okay? <laughs> Take that as a yes. Hey, Doc, do me a favor, will you? What? Litter! Will you make sure that money gets to my folks if I don't make it? They can use it. Get this guy into OR, fast. Hold it. I'm not going anywhere. I get that promise. All right, just calm down. Take it easy, all right? I have your word on it? Yeah, all right. I'll do what you want. Okay. Get him inside, okay. fast. Clinger! Go! Take good care of this. Probably his life saving. You got it. Now he just got to save his life. Hey, Beach! Yeah. Man, we got a real rush order here. A definite four-hander. Come on. And guest stars uh, for this episode, uh, Shizuko Hoshi, played Mrs. Lee. Now, uh, she was born in 1935 in Tokyo and appeared in various roles uh, in MASH, uh, where she was also one of the three actresses to play Rosie, owner of Rosie's Bar, just outside the camp. Uh, She's a graduate of Tokyo Women's College and University of Southern California. She was also married to the late character actor Mako, who we mentioned earlier. Very cool. And then we have Denise Kumaji, who played Aksan Lee. Denise is an actress known for Clear and Present Danger from 94, We Were Soldiers in 2002, and Suburban Commando from 91. And uh, Mark Kologi plays Corporal Eddie Hastings. Now, for years now, Mark has been running a stall out of the Melrose Trading Post, offering for sale countless boxes of photos gathered from around the country. In his little corner of Los Angeles, Kologi has sold millions of photographs over the years, offering up tiny missing snippets of people's lives for purchase on the cheap. Hmm. Ah, that's an interesting fact. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Joey DePinto, who played Crossetti. 21 credits to Joey's resume. And Philip Sims played Vitello. He got one more with 22 credits to the resume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we have Art Evans, who played Dolan. He is probably best known for his role as Leslie Barnes in the action film Die Hard 2, in which he played an air traffic control tower employee at Dulles International Airport and helps LAPD detective John McClane, played by Bruce Willis, stop the terrorists from crashing planes. And Kelly Nakahara returns as Lieutenant Kelly Yamato. Come on, troops. Let's grab a cup of coffee. We saved 22 boys today. The only action Eddie Hastings should have been in was with a cheerleader in the backseat of his father's Buick. What was he doing here? What are we all doing here? Uh, question for which there is no clear answer, Hanukkah. I'd recommend a stiff drink, some shut-eye, come out slugging tomorrow. You just have to put that boy out of your mind. Yeah, there's plenty more where he came from. Excuse me, sirs, we gotta talk for a minute. The kid with the money belt, Hastings, I heard he didn't make it. No. Too bad he had a lot to live for. They all do. Well, Hastings had a little more. His money belt was all shot up, right? So I decided to put his cash in my little file box. But it wouldn't fit. Look at that. There must be three, four thousand dollars here. Eight thousand eight hundred and seventy-three simoleons. This stuff's worth a fortune. No wonder he was so worried about sending that to his parents. Let me see that wampum. I'm paying enlisted men more than I thought. It's all U.S. currency. 
Every bill's got a president. What's he doing with real money? The army I'm in, you get paid in military script. That's right. Anybody with greenbacks around here probably got them under the table. You think something's rotten in the state of Weijiangbu? My guess is we're looking at a fistful of ill-gotten gains. Nah, there must be some other explanation. That kid was so clean, he squeaked. No matter. We better lock up this bonanza for safekeeping. Klinger, let's go. Mind if I fondle it for a little while, sir? In, in the, the safe, safe Klinger. Klinger. Yes, sir. How can he be so sure? How do we know that kid didn't win at playing poker or, or shooting craps? Mark, we play a lot of poker. All our pots together wouldn't add up to that much, and it's all cash. Gentlemen, it occurs to me that were I curious about uh, Corporal Hastings, I would make inquiry of his comrades in arms, who are now recuperating in our own post-operative ward. You must be absolutely exhausted, Charles. You're making sense. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. I will start us off. I gave this episode a 7 out of 10. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It's just something didn't grab me with this. Especially, I don't know what was the A story and what was the B story. Because hmm. the Hawkeye, I like the Hawkeye thing better. The Hawkeye with the with the, the, the dead soldier and the money that he had gotten. Yeah. And he wanted to go to his family and, you know. And then you find out that it wasn't on the up and up on how he got all this money, which I like that storyline better than the whole Klinger, you know, because I'm mean, Klinger was trying to be a good guy yeah. when he first, because this girl was trying to prostitute herself at Rosie's. Um, and, and then Klinger stepped in to, to, you know, to prevent her from doing so. Because mm. that soldier was going to take the bait, the <laughs> the one that, that she approaches. Yeah. You know, he was, he was going oh, to. Yeah. So, yeah. So, he, you know, he was doing a good thing, and then this mom freaks out. And, you know, I mean, I, the potter and Houlihan going to her house and trying to explain things. And, yeah, I don't know. There was just, it just wasn't, after some amazing episodes, you know, that we did earlier uh, in this bunch that we're recording now, this one just didn't really, for it to be the, the final one in this batch, just didn't do it for me. And I just really wasn't into it but again like you said i can't give it less than this because it's still a good story some of it's really good writing some of the acting was really good but it just overall didn't it didn't it didn't do it for me how about you uh, it was funny enough i'm actually the opposite way around about the stories <laughs> <laughs> i got i gave it a seven as well and uh, but i actually preferred the the clinker storyline i think there's some oh that's uh, funny yeah. yeah because i think the okay. fact that from the mother's point of view, she turns up just as Clinker's got the money in his hand, and he's, he's her daughter's yes. dressed as a you know, in, in, you know, ready to, yeah. ready to go for action. And but there's, there's a wonderful <laughs> little scene in that where she's got the pitchfork, and Potter demands to know what's going on, and he finds out. And he takes a pitchfork off her, and it goes. To I love Clinker. that. Now, what in the name of Beelzebub is going on here? Hold it down. That's more like it. Clinger, this lady seems a little cranky. Actually, sir, it's very amusing. And how come Madam Pitchfork isn't laughing? Uh, this is Mrs. Lee. She thinks I was playing footsies with her daughter here. This child? Yes, sir. Give me that fork. Ooh, uh, sir, believe me, it's not the truth. It's a terrible misunderstanding. You're swarthy, aren't you? Hot-blooded and all that? Don't worry, ma'am. I'll check this whole thing out. Little lady? You take your mother and her salad fork home. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> that I really liked. And I like the fact that, you know, the, the little end bit where Klinger gives her a peck on the cheek and everything's all sorted out is, is just a wonderful bit of, you know, a storyline that is. Um, I, I never really liked the, the story with the, the patient, but that might be because of the fact that 
I can't remember what I felt like when I first saw this, but because I've seen this episode several times, I know what's yeah. coming, so I'm not surprised by it. Yeah. And also, I, we have it in the the, um, the behind-the-scenes uh, information, which I'll wait until we, I say it. But, yeah. you know, it's an awful lot of money that he's carrying for, for something that he's got in a money belt, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I like the fact that the... The parents send the money back with instructions of what to do with it and and, and all that. I, I do like that. I think that's nice. Um, but again, I, I think the problem is, is what you said earlier on. You're not too sure which is the A story and the B story. And you kind of get confused of which one you really kind of meant to be going for. You you clearly went for the soldier one. I went yeah. for the clinger one, which makes yeah. it interesting, actually. But they're so, both solid yeah. stories. They're both A stories. There's yeah, no secondary I think that, and I think that this is unlike the episode which we talked about Radar leaving. I think this is actually something where they could have expanded both stories and mm. made it a very good episode and maybe strengthened them out and, and maybe it showed what young girls in Korea at this point were having to do to try and get money because their houses have been destroyed. Yeah. And also how much ill gotten gain did come from uh, war in another story. I think it's a shame that they, they didn't take that on, but hey ho, that's, that's the way things are. Not a, ter- not a terrible episode at all. It's just, I, I think we could have. We could have had more. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Very cool. Corporals Dolan and Vitello. They're from Eddie Hastings' outfit. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we've known him since basic. Okay, what about him? Well, I'm afraid it's bad news. He didn't make it. Oh, yeah? Who got him? Their side or ours? Look, maybe I didn't make myself clear. Hastings is dead. Doc, if you're looking for somebody to cry over him, you came to the wrong guys. He's got no friends here. What did he ever do to you? That crud was the world's biggest thief. You name it, he was into it. Crooked gambling... Black market loan shocking at 100% interest. And word was out that if you didn't pay him back, he had a couple of Korean buddies who'd rearrange your kneecaps for you. He'd steal his own mother's shoes if he thought he could make a buck on him. Are you sure about this? That kid's face was straight off a Norman Rockwell cover. Maybe that was his cover. Doc, you see, back there in basic, Eddie was just like he looked. He was okay. Then he started hanging around with some of the real crumbs in the outfit. And he learned fast. Next thing you know, he was stealing everybody blind. Thanks, guys. You get some rest now. All right, let's go ahead and uh, see what the IMDb crowd thought of this episode. They gave it a 7.5, so not too ah, far from what we gave it. Not too far, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Pierce, there's no legal way a corporal could make those kind of garbanzos. Look, Hastings was a little shifty. So what? The fact is, he told me his parents needed the money, and I promised to send it to them. I say let them have it. Small compensation for a dead son. If it's a choice between Icor and that kid's parents, there's no contest. Okay, Klinger, make out a money order and send it to his folks. Yes, sir. Thank you. Let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. I have our first one here. There weren't that many, so uh, this is uh, what we got here. I have a continuity error. When Miss Lee enters Klinger's office, she's carrying a pitchfork, and the fork has four crooked prongs. Moments later, the fork has five straight prongs. Yeah, I did not. Oh, that's a really, that's a bad, that's a bad uh, prop issue. Yeah. Um, Accounting for inflation, the $8,873 will be now $80,838.72 in 2017. And this does seem like a ridiculous amount of money to be carrying around in a money belt during combat. Isn't that crazy? It is a bit, yeah. That's just ridiculous. All right, well, I have the fun fact here. After the success, which was MASH, IBM wanted to create the same kind of splash with their newest product, the home personal computer, or PC. (laughs) They decided to hire the old cast of MASH and had them closely reprise their own characters in a modern, at the time, 1980s, office setting. Instead of talking about the wounded, it is surreal to hear them talking about computers. 
Yeah, I've watched all those. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen those commercials. Yeah, yeah, they're great. I tell you what, there's one where Alan Alder's in a, a little rowing boat in the middle of an office that's flooded, and I tell you what, he he can he can paddle a boat pretty well whilst acting. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's pretty good. Having trouble with your dear parents' letter? I get as far as dear Mr. and Mrs. Hastings, and after that, it gets tough. Well, don't be so critical of yourself, Hawkeye. After all, this isn't the ordinary letter of condolence. Why don't you read me what you've written so far? All right. Um, Dear Mr. and Mrs. Hastings, by now you've heard of the loss of your son. I was with him when he died, and his last thoughts were of you. Not bad. Uh Now for the hard part. Nothing can make up for Eddie's loss, but it might comfort you to know that your son was an enterprising, resourceful person. In fact, some of his buddies commented that they were forever in his debt. Eddie's talents enabled him to accumulate a tidy nest egg, which he wanted you to have. He asked me to send it to you. I only wish I could say more than I'm sorry. Sincerely, Dr. Benjamin Franklin Pierce. Hawkeye, I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah, really? Oh, I am indeed. You know, you'd make a fine priest. Ah, uh, trivia time. So anyway, last episode's question. What is BJ's hometown? And the answer is... Mill Valley, California. So there you go. Well done if you got it right. And thank you for emailing us your answers. Now, this episode's question. Which two characters come from Boston, Massachusetts? There you go. Send in your, send in your answers and receive nothing. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and email us at mash4077podcast at gmail.com. Colonel, you won't be sorry you said I could come along. I don't recall saying you could come along, Major. Then you won't be sorry. I'm sure I can talk some sense into Mrs. Lee. After all, we're fellow women. It's worth a try. I can't get any work done with my clerk hiding under a desk, especially when it's mine. Well, looks like this place has been redecorated a couple of times by the War Department. Colonel Potter, thank you for coming here. When it's important, I still make house calls, and I brought along a friend, Major Houlihan. Oh, we've met, sir, when she picks up my laundry. Oh, yes, lady with tiger skin underwear. Why don't we go in? Enter, please. If you see a glint of steel... Hit the deck. You can find MASH 4077 podcasts all over social media. We have a Twitter account. You can find the podcast at MASH 4077 podcast. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. You can find Meds at Hawkeye Meds. We also have a Facebook fan group. You can join up by searching facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. Or just type in MASH4077podcast in the search and our page will come up. If you have any questions or comments or you want to answer some of our trivia questions, you can send those emails to MASH4077podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to see show notes or do a direct download or listen to the podcast online, you can go to our main website at MASH4077podcast.com. If you are enjoying our podcast, consider making a donation. We have a Patreon account at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Geeky Fanboy. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode. Definitely some good moments. Um, I guess it just depends on your preference because I went for the soldier story and Meds went for the cleaner prostitute story. Yeah. (laughs) But (laughs) all right, cool. Well, I am Kenny. And I'm Simon. 
and we'll be seeing you. I don't believe this. I can't get away from these people. First the son, now the parents. This is the happy hour. Angry hour starts at 10. I thought I had this settled. I thought you had what settled? Eddie Hastings. I went through all that pain and tap dancing for nothing. A kid who knew him here got sent home months ago and went and told his parents everything Eddie had been doing here. So then I get this infuriating, intimidating, extremely touching letter. Listen to this. Dear doctor, uh, we don't know what happened to change Eddie, but something did. We are a simple Christian family, Dr. Pierce. We would rather remember Eddie the way he was. The money you sent us came from an Eddie we never knew. You seem to be an honest, trustworthy man. Uh, and we are confident that you can find a way to use Eddie's money to help someone there. So we are returning it to you. Bless you, Matthew and Betty Hastings. Who am I, the community chest? What the hell am I going to do with it? Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant, the Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his nights. And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with the Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching The Geek Roundtable or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com. Mash fans, now as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast, and we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world, so if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.